This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. My name is Megan. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of four young kids. I'm a comedian, an improv trainer, an author. I just do a lot of different types of things. And as I've been going through life, I just really uh, like to share stories and meet people and find connections um, of cool people doing awesome things all around me every day. And so this is a podcast where we're going to be kind of all over the board. Sometimes it'll be about personal growth. Sometimes there might be some professional strategies that I've learned that I would love to share. Uh, And just my perspective on a lot of different things in life. Um, So join me, Megan Bryant, and keep in mind that we don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Hey guys, I am having so much fun making this podcast. It is working out exactly how I hoped, very much on the go. And I just finished lacing up my sneakers. I'm about to go for a loop, uh, kind of a jog walk, mostly walk situation because I'm pretty out of shape uh, for about four and a quarter miles while I think about um, where my life is going uh, and I don't have my kids with me today. So um, this, this episode is just finally stepping into why I called this podcast I Hardly Know Her and um, a smattering of thoughts that I have around the scope of influence. Um, Kind of just the tip of the iceberg. Um, Man, I'm just having, guys, just so much fun. I feel much like a zit right before it's about to pop. You know, when you have, there's this irritation, the redness, the, the pressure, the intensity, and then finally there's that release and it all just comes oozing out. And that's kind of how I feel like, uh, I am progressing as I've embarked into this podcast. Um, because there's some topics that I am just finally building up the confidence to just go all in with. And this is kind of getting down that, that path. As you guys, um, spend a little more time in this space, you will, um, (laughs) be able to, embrace the acne of life and we'll just pop some zits uh, of emotions together. Uh, So this is an episode about influence. Hey, I am recording this uh, in my Jeep today. I just got done at a really cool planning session, kind of a mastermind for a good friend of mine um, who is working on some projects. I highly encourage that you follow her. Uh, her Instagram account is Lunchbox Wisdoms. Uh, just a super great gal, so creative, and one of the most positive, um, hardworking gals that I know. Um, so it was fun to get together with some other um, great individuals and focus on Wendy's projects. And and as always, whenever I get to be part of a group working on anyone's projects, we all have nuggets that we get to take away and apply to our own existence or to our business. And I just love that. I love the collaborative. Uh, and so this podcast is one that I've been wanting to record. Um, well, since before I actually even launched the podcast about influence, like, why did I even call this podcast? I hardly know her. Well, I'll tell you why. Um, cause I, I, I think that even though like a lot of people don't know who I am, I'm just some random woman from Boise, Idaho. Um, I, I still find value even in my own, um, personal growth journey 
to share stories. When I hear myself talk about the things I've learned, um, it helps me be a better person. So the topic today is influence or being an influencer. And this topic actually gets me really fired up because I cannot stand when people call themselves an influencer. They just decide that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to become an influencer. Like look at me and buy this thing or do this activity or look this way or wear this thing or do your hair this certain way or style your Instagram account to look perfectly flawless. Like that's a real lifestyle. Yeah, right. Um, I just get a little bit tightly wound around that topic. Um, and so in my mind, I was thinking this is exactly perfect for me. Um, because it's like, who am I? Who the heck are any of these quote unquote influencers? Who are the people that you are following on social media? The people that you, um, follow or, or are inspired by in life. No doubt we want to be influenced. We are always going to be influenced by so many different things. I just want to stop and think, what do I really know about this person? Before I take what somebody says or does and indoctrinate myself with that into my own life, I want to know who they are. That's what we all want in life is some kind of connection, right? With other people. And we will feel that connection and feel more comfortable in our own skin when we find people who are like us or have things we can relate to. Um, and the same is true in comedy. The reason why people laugh at certain things is because they can relate to a certain joke or an experience. And I think a lot of times we just get so caught up now that influencer has become a noun, like a thing that people can just decide, I'm going to be an influencer. Well, if you have to tell people that you're an influencer, then my friend, I'm sorry, you are not an influencer. If, on the other hand, you understand yourself, and your own journey and what you're passionate about and what fuels you and what you think is funny and how you like to dress. All those things that are true to you, if you want to just own that and live in your space, naturally you are going to influence people. Absolutely. And um, you don't have to force it down someone's throat. Like I will never call myself an influencer, even though people call me an influencer. People, people identify me as that probably because of, I don't know, maybe, I don't know exactly why, probably a number of reasons, because I'm on stage a lot for speaking gigs or performances, um, I put myself all the way out there in the way that I write books and in the way that I share my stories, and so sure, I absolutely recognize that I have the ability to influence people. Because of that awareness, I choose to really focus and put my intention as being as positive of an influence as possible to not only recognize that where challenges and things are in our lives, but to make sure that I'm engaging in a mindset that I'm only propelling things out there if I think it can be beneficial. And really that shows up in a lot of different ways. Um, I would never try, maybe because I'm just not good at it, I don't know how to orchestrate influence. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think about a post and be like, I, I know that if I post this certain thing about this time that I had this experience, that it's going to specifically impact someone in this exact way. I never know how it's going to affect someone. All I know is that if I feel inspired or some sort of a, um, a nudge in my gut uh, or in my heart that I should share a certain thought or an experience... I just believe that even if nothing else, but I get to be in that moment again, 
and allow my own experience to influence me, um, even if that's the only person influenced, then that's still a win. If other people read it um, or see a picture and they interpret it a different way because they are seeing it through their lens, yet it still gives them something else to chew on, and even better. Okay, that's great. We become so obsessed with what an influencer should be, though. Like, I have to have a certain amount of followers. Oh, if I only had a, a couple thousand followers instead of a million followers, then, um, like, does that count as an influencer? Um, I think that it's amazing uh, if I were to have one or two interactions and know that those people spent just that a little amount of time in my little world. That's really um, amazing to me. That is humbling and it is an honor um, for people to want to be in my space. And I take that responsibility seriously. Um, I just think it's really, it's really interesting because there's really not a ton that we know. Obviously on social media, we choose what we want to put out there. Um, everyone celebrates the raw and the real stuff because everybody wants to feel that. We want to feel that human experience, um, and, and drop the facade. Like I've been just as guilty as, as other people. Um, I remember putting, um, posts for years. I would put posts of my happy marriage and things that I, I would sort of mention that there might be struggles and whatever. In my mind, my intention though, was that I really wanted to be, I wanted to be what I was posting even though I wasn't what I was posting at that time. There was a difference. I posted what I thought there was potential to be. And it was not 100% of the time always accurate um, to depict what was really happening. Looking back at some posts, um, particularly with my marriage, um, I remembered being really sad about certain things because it wasn't as happy on the inside as I was trying to show that it was on the outside. And it wasn't that I didn't want, it was actually, I was posting in a way that I thought maybe I can influence this situation to heal and to be better and that we can have a happily ever after. Today, as I'm recording this, it is May 18th and it would have actually been my 18th wedding anniversary today if I were still married. And I don't regret many things in life. I do regret removing all of the posts with my ex. Uh, I did it because he told me to. Um, And I was trying to smooth things over and and be obedient. and, And I have a file now on my computer with all those screen caps because I eliminated hundreds of posts of one of the most important people in my life. One of the greatest influences in my life. Not necessarily that it was always a positive influence, but in fact, one of the things that greatly influenced what I allowed myself to do, um, the choices that I made professionally um, to try to support the household, to be a team player, um, how I looked at myself in the mirror, how I tried to be different, tried to be whatever I thought I needed to be to get the love and attention that I so desperately craved. Um, it's very, very, very important, valuable part of my story. And I think it all is just kind of bubbling to the surface today 
because on the one hand, I feel incredibly free. Um, I feel very Megan these days. I love how I feel being myself. I feel very sad that I didn't feel safe and okay being this way under my own roof for so many years. Um, and that really greatly influenced me. So essentially this is like a broad scope. So why, why I call the podcast, I hardly know her. Um, it's actually because my next book, um, if I ever get this thing done and I'm just really, I'm just really struggling with getting it out. The name of it is, is along the, it's that same thing. Influencer. I hardly know her. Cause it's like, who, who are any of us? We look at influence as such an outward, expansive thing that we're supposed to be these big influencers. But until we turn that focus internally and allow all of the things that influence us, the media we look at, the music we listen to, the churches we attend or don't attend, being out in nature, being around pets, other humans, Um, finding things that are either uplifting or wallowing in anger about unresolved things from our past. Um, Where do we choose to go eat at restaurants? Where do we spend our time, our limited amounts of time? Who are we spending it with and how are we spending it? And how are we able to grow individually until we take all those things that are influencing us constantly and recognizing the way that we are absorbing these things and we are allowing these things to shape who we continue to become until we turn that all into ourselves and allow ourselves to continue to grow and evolve and be influenced and become better people. None of the other stuff matters because it it just doesn't. Like if I don't take all of my life experiences, the good ones, the terrible ones, the funny ones, the embarrassing ones. If I don't take all those experiences and be proud of how they have become part of me and then say, okay, now here's something I've experienced that I didn't like. Now, how do I avoid that in the future? What is something that I learned from that? How do I grow from it? And on the other side, okay, that's something that made me feel good. I love that. I loved the laughter or the love I felt there. How do I continue to have that expand in my space. When I focus all of those things on me and enhancing my experience, that is a win. If I die tomorrow and someone were to look at my life from the time I was born up until the day I get hit by a bus and they can see the the journey of Megan with the internal growth, with the expansion of empathy that I've had towards other people and the acceptance I've learned to love people where they show up. And I have become and continue to become a better, more loving, more tolerant, more enthusiastic Megan than I ever was before. That is a win. So focusing on bringing all the, the influence, all these things and focus on ourselves first, then it will naturally go back out into the world. Certainly it's going to impact my children who are with me for a substantial amount of time. 
if they watch mom process through emotions and work really hard and try my best to keep a clean house and teach them how to work hard and to be independent and how to think on their own and to use their ability to choose and have their own experiences and love them unconditionally that's obviously going to then affect them and then it'll affect the people that are in their sphere and of course the more I step into who I am and just own it and and really quite frankly I don't care what other people think of me anymore um, other people are going to be influenced and I hope it is in a way that is how I am being influenced. I'm allowing things to project um, things forward in a more positive manner. I hate dwelling on negative. I hate blaming people and things for experiences. Um, there's just no val- value in doing that. And so influence really is just about our own personal growth. And then other people will reap that benefit of a genuine person. You don't have to force it down someone's throat. Uh, and, 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 and I guess one other thought on this is when I look at people who we follow on Instagram, sometimes there is, ah, I just shake my head because sometimes, you know, some of the accounts that have millions of followers and just tons of likes and funny memes and just ridiculous things that we thrive on watching people, you know, America's funny of some videos when people trip and fall or get caught in an embarrassing moment. And we just laugh and laugh at other people doing stupid things. And, um, and sometimes at the expense of other people, right. And, or sometimes it's the very highly sexual things. Uh, my Instagram account would probably have way more followers if I was always posting in a bikini or with nothing on or overly sexualizing everything. Like we're just, I know that that's where people are naturally drawn to have these outlets. But when, uh, someone who poses nude is count as, is, an influencer. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, let's look at what those things are. Like what is really being celebrated as an influence in our, in our culture? Is it because she has overcome, um, whatever her, her challenges have been and is now celebrating, um, lessons learned or is it straight up that she just has a smoking hot body? Um, like neither are wrong just think about what those differences are. What are we constantly fueling ourselves with? Additionally, I see people again who call themselves influencers and they, I got to believe they have to, they're paying for their likes because if you see someone who is an influencer and they have 50,000 followers, which I see these a lot, right? The 50,000 followers and yet they have under a hundred interactions on any given post. I'm like, okay, well, you clearly don't have an organic growth. Like you're just trying to be something you're not. And maybe there's a fine line between that and faking it till you make it. Like, I still don't like that saying either. I believe that sometimes you can build, like I said in a previous episode, sometimes you have to build your own platform to be able to utilize it. I just think that sometimes we focus too much on the wrong things, like that we have to look like we have this huge following. Whereas on my little humble, meager following, my personal um, Instagram account at Kooky Megan has about 1,700 followers right now. And I average probably 100 ish likes, give or take, on any given post. Well, those ratios are much closer than that same amount of likes on somebody with 50,000 likes. Do so you see what I'm saying? My point, my point in that is like, I'm not trying to force it. 
I know that I have a certain size of sphere. And I think that I know myself well enough that I'm going to keep flapping my yapper, talking about things that are important to me, observations that I make. My opinions are going to probably continue to evolve and change a little bit as I continue to seek out learning and information to have more informed opinions on things as I go. And just forcing people to look at me like an influencer is never going to be a priority. I people may never hardly know who I am. And even if I ever were quote unquote famous, that's still very relative to who, you know, like we all have these different things that we like, different types of people that we follow. Um, and I think that my, my goal is just to live in my space the very best way I know how. And I love that I am so excited about being open about my journey. It's one of my favorite things about myself that I like to invite people into my experience. Uh, again, whether it's one person or a hundred people, it all, it's all the same to me for anyone to want to <clears throat> spend time in my space is such an honor. And I respect that a lot. And I think about the things that I allow to influence my space as well. And, and I think that the more we could just focus on being so self-aware that we take all those factors and we just work hard on becoming better, more well-rounded, more confident in who we are individuals all of the other influential things will just naturally happen in the right time for us in the right level for our, our needs. Um, and, and honestly, like anyone who's around me will always know who the real me is. I'm not afraid to talk about, um, what I'm experiencing and being an open book. And I think a lot of times we look at other people on, particularly on social media, and it's so much harder to keep up with the Joneses, as they used to say, when it's not just looking at our neighbors, at the people that have a boat and the, all the nice things. We're looking at people who are handpicking what they are showing us on social media. And we are following people without really knowing who they are. And, and judging ourselves and measuring our own successes based on this specific thing we are being fed by someone who is intentionally trying to influence others. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope that something in there made any sense. Like it makes clear sense in my brain. And then as you're learning, um, sometimes um, when I try to put it into coherent thoughts, it's a little bit of a struggle for me. Um, I just think that's, that's exactly just where I'm at in my life. I, I, I had the thought at like two 30 in the morning of what I wanted to call my book. And then of course I thought it was a natural fit for my podcast. Um, to just be like, ah, who the heck is Megan Bryant? An influencer? In what way? Influencer? I hardly know her. Like, why am I letting myself follow this person? Just really thinking about why we follow people and how seriously we take it. And, um, and what we're doing really to just be better and to continue learning and growing and not getting all tripped up and upset if we don't have a certain amount of followers or we're not, um, accomplishing things the way that we maybe thought it was supposed to be. Anyway, so that's where, that's where my thoughts are right now is just 
as, as internally focused as possible. Um, I'll close on this thought, um, the last few days, cause again, I'm working on, on my book influencer. I hardly know her. And it's a lot about influence exactly kind of these topics that I've been talking about, but with some specific examples of, um, how that looks to the outside world, sort of the internal discoveries that I've had. And I still have things from my childhood. I have report cards. I have my ACT tests. I have a ton of different personality tests I've taken over the years. I have all of these things in files. And so I've been reviewing all of them and they are so spot on and crystal clear. Even with my teachers telling me in elementary school, I had consistently, my report cards would always say, talk successively in class, right next to pleasure to have in class. So I was being accepted who I was for who I was even then even the loudmouthed very um, social person that I was as a child and every personality test I've ever taken has said how much I look for connection how enthusiastic I am how adaptable I can be how motivated I am to be inclusive of others um, and how to be empathetic and to um, experience the world in a positive way. That's how all of these tests have always said. And I, and yet I have still tried to conform to an idea of what I was supposed to be, the way I was supposed to deliver my comedy, the way I was supposed to show up at, at church on Sunday and the way I was supposed to be what ended up not being a perfect wife. Um, because unfortunately I didn't get to feel like I was me and that was a celebrated thing. I felt bad about myself because I was told that I was resented because people liked me, because people were drawn to me, um, that I had more friends. Um, I was straight up told why some of the things that are the way that I was born to be were wrong. And and that that is something that I have to really focus on to not ever let that happen again, to be so comfortable in my own skin and who I am, that I will be the truest form of me from now on without letting anyone change that or let me think I should change in order to accomplish a certain career milestone or to be accepted and loved by another companion someday in the future. Um, and so, yeah. Um, what do you think on influence? I would love if you, um, would share some thoughts and, and tell me some of the things that are, are what influence you. It is so interesting to me. And, um, just the fact that you have chosen to listen to this podcast, um, it is such an honor and it kind of blows my mind a little bit. And I thank you. I thank you so much for taking your time. There are infinite um, opportunities of things that you can choose from. Um, and so I very much appreciate you taking your time to listen to my podcast and I look forward to just continuing to unpack and, and, and see where life takes us from here. So, um, anyway, I guess you're getting to know me a little bit more. Um, and all thanks to a little whim of recognizing that you don't really have to know someone super well to be influenced and yet the more we know people and understand why they are the way they are and how they make their choices can be even more um, effective of a way to be influenced.
anyway, take what you will from that. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. Um, and be proud of who you are. I think, um, that we don't, we don't celebrate our individuality maybe as often as we should. So if no one else tells you this today, I want you to say it out loud wherever you're listening that I am awesome. I am capable. I am a, a, able to be an influence of good in my own life. And thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to I Hardly Know Her. Just remember, you guys, we don't have to be a big deal to do big things.